everybody. Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? It is album release day. It is my day. Yeah, what's up? Um, as usual, off the top, I'm going to take the time to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you listen uh, or watch my podcast, I appreciate it. So please tell your friends, enemies, co-workers, tell somebody about my podcast and you can tell somebody about my album today because it is out it is out it is proud it is it's out it's out man it's uh it's sinking in man so i'm getting a lot of nice messages as as so far um i i really appreciate those who pre-ordered it who who are buying it today if you're just downloading it on itunes or listening to it on spotify thank you so much i really appreciate it uh i don't want to be poor anymore so um yeah but i'll I'll talk about that a little bit more let me just uh go ahead and um you know get through the uh formalities here in the beginning like i said tell somebody about the podcast enemy co-worker tell somebody again the album was out tell them all right so to make sure i cover that so my milestone uh, for those who don't know, we have a soon-to-be nine-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that he's going through. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh, he's starting school next week. He's pretty excited. He met his teacher yesterday. Unfortunately, uh, I was not able to be there because I was off in the Big Apple, um, which I want to talk about on today's episode. But um, he went to the school. Uh, he, my wife said he was, he was a little nervous at first, but then he ran into his, uh, kindergarten teacher and, um, his, I think his first grade teacher, she retired when I want to say his second and third grade teacher were there. He saw them and some of the administration, like the principal and the vice principal. And they really like miles there. They, he's like the, uh, uh, he's like (laughs) just one of the, like the top nerds in the school. So and he's adorable. So he's he's one of the cute kids in the school that's super smart. His mom dresses him nice, and uh, his dad's got a big dick. So he's very popular in the school amongst the uh, teachers. <laughs> that was weird to say. Um, yeah, I, I I can't believe it, man. We 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 are a few days away from having a, a an officially having a fourth grader. I mean, I, I just it's it it goes by so fast. I remember. Uh, pulling up to the to the uh, to the hospital, you know, when they when they finally discharge you and in, in, in your wife, and they bring the uh, you know they they make you get in the wheelchair and bring her down. I remember my mom and her waiting outside. I ran and got the car, put him in the car seat for the first time, and and here we are, you know, almost nine years later. This little guy is going to fourth grade, man, fourth grade. I mean, he is two years away from middle school. It's it's crazy. How much has happened? But he's excited. Um, we're we're excited. I, I I get it. We got this Delta variant thing going on. We don't fucking know what's gonna what's gonna happen. So um, you know, just be safe and uh, just just hope and pray that uh, this doesn't start to affect kids. We've we've dodged that bullet so far, but people are so fucking ignorant and stuck in their own ways and, and you know i get it you have the right to do what you want to do this is america but it, it's just i don't i don't know what we're gonna 
I don't know what it's going to take for us to actually learn a lesson. You, you know how, how that goes in life. It's just like a sometimes you, it, it takes losing something very, very precious or just going through something horrific to go, oh, you know, what? maybe I should uh, <laughs> change um, the way I think or the way that I uh, I'm moving in the world. And uh, oh, but speaking of tragedies, man, um, I've never met. Well, officially met Tony Baker. I think I briefly did uh, when I was a very, very new comic uh, in D.C. Uh, in D.C. in uh, Las Vegas. I left there when I was about maybe just under two years in. So it's it's been quite a while. It was about 10 years or so since I was in the same room as this person. But uh, another a fellow comic, uh, his name is Tony Baker. If you're on social media, you might already be aware of him. He does a lot of really funny uh, uh animal voiceover videos uh he's a very funny very talented comic uh his son tragically passed away this weekend um car accident 20 21 years old man and uh, my heart goes out to him and the entire baker family man i i, I cannot imagine uh the, uh the the level of grief and sadness that that man is experiencing right now in his entire family and uh, my heart goes out to the whole Baker family, man. Um, it's just a, a fucking tragedy, man, to see somebody that young go. Uh, I, I, I can't even imagine. So uh, um, thoughts and prayers. Shout out to Tony Baker, the whole Tony Baker, uh, the whole Baker family. Uh, rest in peace to his son. Uh, it's just um, I just hope to God, it, if anything, that it was uh, it was quick and, and, and painless, man. Uh, I had a friend. Another friend passed away in a, in, a, in a car accident, and unfortunately, it, I don't think it was as painless. Uh, the vehicle caught on fire, and they were all strapped in, passed out, and I'll leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, somebody I, I kind of grew up with, and uh, it's just sad just thinking about this kind of stuff. But you just you just never know, man. Uh, you gotta you have to uh, – we just got to love each other and, and just value the time that we have with one another. And um, yeah, man, tragedy. Um, so yeah, let me let me give the bakers a five seconds of a of a of moment of silence here. All right, shout out to the Tony Baker and his family. And I hope they I hope they uh, can find some type of peace in this in this tragedy. Um, but. Uh, all right, sorry to bring it down. I just, I just had to acknowledge that. I, I, I to be a fellow comic and a father, and it, it's something that I, uh, that unfortunately I think about a lot. Just that's just how my brain works, and to, to see somebody actually experiencing, experiencing, experiencing. I can't even say experiencing. There it is, something like that. My greatest fear is just man, but um, I, I'm fresh back from New York City. I had a great time, people. Great time. Um, a very productive weekend. Um, very long weekend. As, as much as I love New York, it really runs me down. Because uh, because when I'm when I'm there, I'm really I'm only there for you know typically three four days. Uh, it takes about a day or so to get settled in. You know, get get used to the rhythm of the city. You you get settled into wherever you stand, and you you, you figure out like okay, this is these are the train stops I'm going to be you know taking and all that kind of stuff. But um, so I leave here Sunday and uh, I'm supposed to be staying at this place called the uh, 
the show the shore showmore hotel I can't remember the name of it because it was so shitty. You know what? I'm going to look it up. I have time. I'm going to just look it up because I, I actually have the email right here. But it was it said it was in Midtown. Uh, it looked pretty legit on the on the website. Let's see, Travelocity. Or was it, I don't oh maybe it was Priceline. I don't remember. Priceline. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of. It. Oh, the Shoreham Hotel. There, that's what it was. The Shoreham. I was like, okay. It looks cool. Little cute boutique from a hotel. I was like, let me uh, go check. You know, I think it was like a hundred and uh, like forty bucks a night. I was like, I can't beat that. It's Midtown. I'll take it. Get there. Um, there's a Jewish couple in front of me, and they go up to their room. They come back down. I go up. I go, hey, I'm trying to check in. Here's my name. They run my cards, get declined. He's like, well, can you just step to the side because the uh, the reader's been acting weird. You know, we can't even charge people for valet right now. I was like, okay, it's cool, man. It's whatever. They come back down. They go, hey, that room you gave us, uh, kind of dirty, not feeling it. Dude goes, my bad. Here's another room. Gives them a key. They go back up. And they're up there for a while, but I go back up there. They run my credit card. And they, run, they run two of my credit cards and my debit card, and it's just getting declined every single time. So I'm looking at my bank account. I, was like, I have money in there. I even put the fucking travel notice on. That's what makes me mad. I always I travel. I go to Toledo and I'll, I'll try to go to IHOP or Waffle House and my goddamn car would get declined because they didn't know I was on the road or I didn't put a travel restriction or not a travel notice on. So I'm smart this time. I go, you know what? I'm going to put the travel thing on. I do. I get to where I'm going, and now my cards are getting declined. It just really pissed me off that I try to do the right thing beforehand, and I still get fucked over. Um, decline, 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 and I'm like, I'm trying to call USAA, asking what's going on. It's like a 20-minute wait. That Jewish couple comes back down again, and uh, I guess the only reason why I'm saying he's Jewish is because he had the yarmulke on. There's no other reason. I'm just describing him. I don't know why, but and they go, yeah, we uh, we want our money back. This place isn't what, what was advertised. It's just not cool. And they go back and forth, but they finally get it settled. They go outside. I go outside, and I go, excuse me. I was like, are the rooms that bad? They go, oh, yeah. They go, it is not what they advertise online. It looks like shit. It's dirty. It's filthy. Not staying there. I was like, thank you so much for letting me know. I went back inside, grabbed my bag, and I just left. I just left. It was just it was just a weird vibe in there. So I left and I found another place called the Jewel Hotel, which is like literally one block over from 30 Rock. Uh, nice hotel. It's basically a, like a club quarter hotel that I stay at in, in, in D.C. all the time. So it's basically the same thing. Uh, it was a lot nicer. They were cool, very helpful. It took no time. I just I made an I made the reservation right there out on the street. Walked in five minutes later, boom, good to go. So that's settled. I'm there. I got a hotel. Um, I jump on the train and I head over to the comedy cellar, and um, just to hang out. I see uh, I see Mark and a couple guys, and my buddy Ian Lara ended up getting me a spot at, down the street at um, ooh, excuse me, at um. Now I can't remember the name of this club, 
But he got me he got me a spot at a small club down the street from the cellar, which I'm very thankful for. Had a good time. Met uh met some comics there. Um went back to the cellar and had one of the best hangs of my life, people. Unbelievable hang. I had I had one of the best hangs of my life. And I know you're thinking, Chris, who was at this hang? Well, if you if you really want to know, uh, I can't find it. <laughs> if you really want to know who I was hanging out with, I'll tell you. It was me. Actually, I can't even say my name first because I'm nobody on this list. It was Mark Norman, Andrew Schultz, Dan Soder, and Michael Che. And some others. But getting to hang out with Schultz and Jay uh, and Mark and Soder and all these New York guys, just all the New York guys, uh, um, uh, Ian McIntosh, um, Andy Haynes was there. Uh, man, other people were there. But just, I, I just kept telling Mark, I was like, dude, you get to do this shit every night. Just the best comics of the, in the world uh, with the most unique and funny perspective on things. It's just, th this is why and how they get so good because they sit and argue and talk and laugh and fight and discuss things amongst each other all the time. They're just constantly just running shit by each other. Hey man, I was out here and I saw this and this shit happened. You see this news story? I saw this. And all they do is just go back and forth and just laugh and like, oh, I can use that. I mean, it was just, it's just fun. And it's not all it's not all just comedy. It's just the conversations about what's going on in the world, uh, about politics, sports, music. It's just just hearing these these I mean, just genius comics takes on stuff. It's like, man, this is where I want to be. I, I this is this is my home. This I feel comfortable here. I, I love this. Um, It was just it was just it was so much fun, man. Dan Soder, that guy was holding court so funny all the different voices man he's he was doing all these wrestler voices uh i mean he's got che cracking up schultz cracking up norman cracking up and it's just he's just he's so good man just the way he can i mean to captivate a regular comedy audience is one thing is but to do it with the best comics in the world is another man it was just uh it was it was a fun night uh super cool just just a very New York thing, man. It's just like, I'm like, I'm there. I'm like, God damn it. This is exactly why I came here. This is exactly why I came here. I love this town. Um, But man, that New York, it just, it really has a way of just really just beating you down. Cause it, it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice train ride up there. It's about six hours. Then you get out at Penn station. You got to walk to your, to whatever train you need to take. And then you got to, I had to take that all the way up to Midtown uh, and then back downtown to, to do the show. It's just like that, that Sunday I was on the train probably 10 hours. Um, but just like that long, that long ride up there and then get to, to get to the hotel and not have it work out. And it, and it take me another hour and a half to get settled into a hotel room. And it cost me more money. It's just like, Ah, but hey, it all it all worked out. I can't complain, but that city does have a way of kicking you in the balls at every possible moment. And I love it. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um oh I had this this happen when I was out there. So I'm I'm walking around Midtown 
And uh, these young ladies cross the street, and there's this guy sitting in this, like, it's like a bus. It's like a tour bus. He opens the window. He's like, hey, 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 hey. He's just, like, yelling at these chicks, these women. And I'm like, is this dude really just catcalling these women like this? I was like, damn, this is the shit that they're talking about. But then he he says something about, uh, did you drop your wallet or something? I was like, oh, wait a minute. So I get her attention. I go, hey, were you just on that bus? Because I think you might have dropped your wallet or you dropped something over there. And they turn around and it turns out. He wasn't catcalling. This woman, he just happened to see that she dropped her credit card in the crosswalk. Now, how nice is that? Here we are. I, I want to say it was like Third Avenue, a busy, busy street in New York City, in Manhattan. And this guy tries to tell this woman, hey, you dropped your debit card. All this shit going on. And he's like being nice and telling this woman, hey, lost your debit card. So someone else is crossing the street from the same direction. He picks it up and gives it to her. And I'm crossing the opposite way. I'm going to go past this truck. And I go, you know what? This guy is a good guy. I was in a great mood. I pull out a 20. And uh, he had the side window open. I go, hey, man, here's 20 bucks. I'm paying it forward. You did the right thing. That was very cool of you. You didn't have to do it. He didn't want to take the money. But I was like, fucking take it, man. It's a 20. You were, you were being a great guy. Here you go. So uh, that was fun, man, just to see somebody actually being a good person and um, people helped out. And I was like, you know what? I'm right here. I got a 20 in, the, in, the, in, my, in my pocket. I'm just going to blow it on some bullshit anyway. Why not pay it forward to somebody that was doing that did the right thing? So um, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but it was fun. It was fun. Um, it was. Yeah, that was that was cool, man. That was very cool. But then like five minutes later, I literally just saw a dude with his dick out pissing into uh, like a, a coffee cup on the street or something. But um, man, just um, uh, a, just a, just a, a lot of running around. Um, I also did um, New York Comedy Club the other night. And I got to say, that's probably one of the hottest sets I've had in a long time. I mean, it was me, Alex English, Casey Belsham. Uh, Robbie Slovic, who was her, her husband, uh, Gary Veter, had a great, great set there, man. So much fun. A couple of applause breaks. But uh, the, the two big moments was I got to host Hot Soup for Mark Norman over at the Fat Black Pussycat, which is a uh, comedy seller club. It's their lowest level stage because they got that. They got the VU, which is a fantastic room. And then you have McDougal, which is like the the original room. I, I haven't not done that. I've been on the VU stage, but I haven't performed just on the podcast, but the reps I'm getting right now are, are at fat black pussycat. And, uh, I had a great time there hosting. It was, uh, I got to bring up Shane Gillis. Um, Mark, I got to bring up Mark, which is rare. I don't really get to bring Mark up on stage, which is rare. I think that was my second time in a few years of bringing him on stage. So that was fun. Uh, you know, getting to say his credits and shaking his hand and just looking at him you know, uh, as I handed off everything to him, but uh, it's just, it, and it's fun, man, because I get to see him in his hometown, but we travel so much to so many shitty areas in the country. Just me and him just sitting at some weird waffle house in the middle of nowhere or a goddamn Perkins or walking around some shitty mall, you know, eating um, uh, Chinese food from the mall. And then we get to walk around New York city, you know, hit a cool diner. It's, it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. And then um, uh, 
the biggest thing I got to do this weekend was I got to attend uh, his Netflix taping, which was fantastic. It was at the Edison Ballroom in Midtown, right near Times Square. Uh, I, I didn't make it to the 7 o'clock show because I was doing New York Comedy Club. I had that spot. Um, and, uh, oh, you know, I almost forgot a whole, I for, almost forgot a whole day. So I want to say Tuesday. I, um, what the, what the fuck is I said I do Tuesday? Tuesday. Oh, I did stand up New York. Puriel Ashbrand. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm fucking up her last name, but very nice. I did her show. See you next Tuesday. I got to uh, meet a bunch of comics there. Fun, fun crowd. Uh, I, I am so appreciative of any and all stage time that I get. So, Perio, thank you so much. She says she's only been doing comedy for five years, but she has some good bits, man. She's 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 on her way. She's funny. She's very very nice. Uh, and uh, she said I can come do some time at any time, anytime I'm in town, and I would definitely take her up on that, man. But it was it was a fun fun show. Uh, she was very very cool, very uh very nice to me. And uh, man, just uh, it was just a great trip all around. Oh, so I usually when I when I stay up there, I stay with a buddy of mine. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to put him out there like that. But he used to live in Brooklyn, but he moved to the Upper East Side. So I stay at the Jewel for a couple of days. I, I, I loved walking around Midtown. It was it was great. I actually went into Thirty Rock. But I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. I I go in there. I'm like, man, why does this building look so familiar? And because uh, you can at 30 Rock, you can walk around the bottom floor and then there's a basement that has like a almost like a um, it's kind of like a little mall. But there's it's more food. It's more of a food court than it is um, like stores. But there are it's almost like kind of storefronts down there, but they're mainly um, food places. And I'm walking around. There, I was like, man, this place looks so familiar. And then it hit me. I was like, oh, this is like. This is 30 Rock. Like, this is where they film SNL and all that kind of stuff. Like, this is where shit happens. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful building on the inside, all the black and gold. I don't know if that's Art Deco, but uh, but it's just a very classy place, man. And, like, uh, they have the elevators that go upstairs, and it's just, like, uh, floors 1 through 20, 20 through whatever. And I'm thinking, before I realized where I was, I was like, why are there security guards standing at all these you know, at, at, at all these, uh, at all these um, elevators, and after I go downstairs, <laughs> I'm looking at around the walls and stuff, and I'm like, oh shit, this is Thirty Rockefeller Center. This is Thirty Rock. Then the Thirty Rock um, theme song, and the, and all that came into my head. I was like, I'm so stupid. How did I not know that I was in Thirty Rock? And I put Thirty Rockefeller Center in my GPS to pick my food up, and but it just didn't hit me. I guess I was super hungry. I don't know. This story, that story was fucking dumb. It went nowhere. But uh, I was, ex it was just, it was cool, man. I didn't realize where I was really going to be staying. So 30 Rock was right there. Radio City Music Hall was right there. NBC was right there. I was like, this is so weird that I'm staying right across from all the places that like I'm ultimately hoping to get into. I don't know. Have a third meeting at 30 Rock for some reason. Maybe go right on SNL. Be on an NBC show play uh radio city music hall like all the things that i would love to do by the end of my career that would make my career i'm staying right here and i'm I'm hoping that uh a year or two from now i can go you know what man i can be on some late night show i could be on this and like i have no idea i was just staying at the jewel you know a year ago 
worried about spending putting an extra 300 bucks on my credit card and here i am sitting on you know this late night show or performing at radio city musical you know a couple years from now it's just shit like that man that that i think about and i uh, i fantasize about being able to be on on a, on the panel on on late night and telling these stories like yeah dude i was just standing there last year or two years ago just standing at the jewel man yep 140 bucks a night and, and that was just like woo i don't know about that you know and here, here i am money is no longer an object um that's the kind of stuff that i i think about the shit i fantasize about but but I, I like Midtown. It was it was cool, man. Uh, I walked around a lot. I went to Central Park. I walked around there quite a bit. Took the train, went down to Soho, walked into Little Italy. Uh, I spent most of my Monday just walking around. And it's a beautiful city, man. I absolutely love New York, and I know it's got it still has issues, but I I, I love it. I, I I really do. Uh, just luckily, 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 I had good weather while I was there. Uh, it rained a little bit the the, uh, the Sunday night, but oh, before I get this too, I don't write any of this shit down, so it's going to be all over the place. The first spot I did, I ran into my buddy Luke there. We did a show together at um, uh, Boar's Head Resort here in Virginia. We, you know, we cool, hit it off and stuff, and I saw him, and we ended up just walking around the city for a while. He's such a comedy nerd. It was, it was great seeing him. We just talked comedy and how much we love it and like all these places we get to go into and and the clubs we get to play and all the history that's there and you know how like patrice was at this club and can you believe like we get to walk on the same stages as like rodney dangerfield and all these people that came before us it's just uh it's an amazing it's an amazing feeling and uh i just i just i can't say it enough i love new york city i i really do i love it man uh just walking by the comedy seller on mcdougall it gives me goosebumps it it makes my heart flutter it's just i get chills when i walk by that place i, I it's somewhere i want to a place i want to be in so bad it's just like the mecca of comedy i have so much respect for it i love it so much man it's just god i can't say it enough i can't say it enough but it was cool man i had a bunch of my buddies come out jared fortune uh raj balani and his girlfriend came out ken came out at alex castain was there i met some of his friends um yeah, the hosting was great, man. Um, hanging out with the seller was great. Artie Fuquag, meeting Duce and Derek Gaines and all these other people, man. It's just, it's just so much fun. Uh, Shane Gillis was nice, uh, and I know, you know, he's got his reputation, but hey, I, I met him. He seemed like a nice guy. Um, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean we always agree with everybody on, on their stances on everything. But when I met him, very cool, very chill. And uh, I can't I can't hold anything against the dude. He didn't do anything to me. Um, but uh, and the thing is, we, we all fuck up. We all say shit. We all say dumb shit. Um, um, there was something else I was going to say. God damn. I got to start writing this shit down. I, I, I really do. But oh, so the last night, last night I went to not last night, the, the last night in New York City, I went to Mark's. Netflix taping, and as as you guys know, I worked with Janelle James the weekend before in D.C. at the Improv, and she also happened to be filming her special as well. And a third person is this guy Brian Simpson, which man, let me tell you, Brian Simpson's gonna be a goddamn star. That guy is so funny, man. He absolutely destroyed. They all killed. They all killed. That guy was he was so good. He's ex-military. Um, 
just his his angle, his point of view, his delivery. He's so good. So keep your eye out for Brian Simpson. I believe uh, these are coming out in October. So check them all out. Brian Simpson, Janelle James, and Mark Norman. There's others, but I only went to the night where they're, 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 them three were um, filming. It was at the Edison Ballroom. It was just really cool to see all the boxes, all the equipment, the jibs, the cameraman, people walking around. You, you got people doing the seating. Um, it's just a lot of hustle and bustle. There's a buzz in the air. People are excited. Uh, people like being at a taping. They feel, I think they feel important, man. It's just like you, all the cameras around. You got the crew dressed in black. You feel like you're at an event. You feel like you, you, you're at an it place. And uh, it was fun, man. So they all did well. Mark went first. No, I'm sorry. He went last. Uh, Janelle went first, uh, Brian went second, and Mark went last. Everybody did well. Uh, if you've never been to a taping, what they do is uh, after the comic is done, they'll go back to the what they call the video village, and they'll take a look at uh, some of the footage or they'll talk to the director or whoever, and they'll go, hey, we need you to go back and do this joke or these jokes again. So then they go back out. They tell people, all right, we need you to laugh again, clap when they come back out, all that type of shit. They come back out. They do whatever joke or jokes they need to redo. They get it. They're good to go. They walk off and um, they do everything again. They shut the lights down. They went up. They clean the microphone. They switch the waters out. They rub. They wipe everything down. They make sure everybody's in their seats and they announce the next comic. Boom. They do their half an hour. They go. They step down back in the video village. They come back out. They do their, uh, their um, coverage. Go back stage and rinse and repeat. So that's a quick uh, description of how those shows run i ran i had a lot of fun and it was just it was cool to see again i do all these clubs all over the country with mark uh you know just talking about these jokes and and diners and and the waffle house in our hotel rooms uh at random bars just at lunch and just to finally see it all come together at a netflix taping was it's a, it was it was a good feeling uh it was fun it was motivating and you know what i have to tell myself i'm next it might not be this year, but maybe next year. It's 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 close. I, I feel like it's really close. Uh, I, I feel like I'm right there on the cusp of doing of of of, of getting a, a a big opportunity. And um, my, the album's out today. It seems to be doing well so far. I'm getting a lot of nice messages. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. I am truly proud of it. Um, I have a show tonight here in Charlottesville at the Southern at eight. I, I, I'm just gonna get up there and just do all new. I have to start over. It's scary, but I realized last night this is a chance for a new big for a new beginning. This is a chance. If there's if there's, if there's some new style or something I want to try, this is it. I did the album. It's it's done. It's out. People seem to be liking it, and I'm back to zero. I I can I can do whatever I want now, and that there's a freedom there, but there's also some fear there too. Like, it, it, am I gonna be? Am I still funny? Can I still write? I know I can get on stage and riff, but I mean, can I can I write? Jokes like Sandy Hook, the trans kid bit. I mean, can I do that again? And I have to tell myself, yes, I can. But um, I want to thank everybody who's helped me along in this process at, at any point. If you rode the shows with me, if you um came to a mic, if you came to a show, if you listen to my podcast, if you watch any of my clips, if you follow me on any social media, if you help me in any way, shape, or form, even if you just retweeted some shit or say good job or like that was funny. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That, that all that helped me get through. And uh, I think from here, it's just upward and onward and figuring out what I want to do next. 
And um, this this is a crossroad. I feel like a lot of comics get here. Do you get their first album? And I think right here, it, this is a this is a uh, major junction because I could very easily I have a out an album out and try to get some headlining work off of it and then get lazy and not write and continue to just do this material I've been doing. And I, I don't want to do that. I want to separate myself. I want to be seen as a, a legit comic that is respected by uh, his peers and by comedy audiences. So this is this is the new beginning, people. And um, I can't say new, you know, new me, but I'm I'm going to start being more myself and talking about the shit that I want to talk about on stage uh, more candidly. Um, I'm trying to see if I missed anything. I don't I don't think I did, but I had I had a great time. I had a, I had a lot of fun. And oh, you know what I really did last time? Just the different feels for the parts of the city. Like Midtown had its feel. It had its kind of like vibe to it. I, you know, walking up the Upper East Side, that had its own vibe to it. And then going down into the village and doing all the shows, that definitely has a vibe to it. So I got to know New York City a little bit more. I, I now I, I can I, I I understand. I get it. I feel it. Each train feels a little different. Each each borough feels a little different. It's got a little different funk or or, or swag or. Uh, tone to it and um i rock with it man I, I had a lot of fun i had a i had a great time man it's just if you haven't been you gotta go uh it's just it's nothing like it man i fucking love new york city had a great time but uh there's a show that's a show make sure you guys are following me on instagram and twitter at chris allen comedy um i think i'll have a website within the next month or so um but yeah check out get, yeah buy a shirt hide the bodies dot com or just google chris allen hide the bodies and all my t-shirts come up i got new npr shirts up the don't try it on comedy shirts are there um make sure you get the album you know stream it if you have a favorite joke you know share it let me know i, I would like to hear uh, what you think but uh there's a show that's the show you guys have a great weekend i'm out peace <laughs>